Welcome to yet another episode of Dead Road, the podcast with Harold Moyo. I am, I don't know if I say humbled or excited <laughs> or ecstatic, you know, <gasps> to have my guest today who happens to be our first guest for our podcast. Wow. And there's going to be a thousand other guests, thousand other topics. Hopefully you, in those thousands and thousands, hopefully you also come back again, you know, where there's a certain topic and we just tackle it. Mm. But I just want to introduce you to my people. Yeah. The name is Kanye Pell Zungu. Welcome. Thank you so much. Is it an intro or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not yet there. Not yet. We're, oh. we're not yet there, but I feel like when we've built our own space, we're going to have a whole jazz ensemble. <laughs> yeah. You know, that when there's something exciting, the guys just ching. Play something. You know, ching, ching, uh, ching. No, I'm kidding. But Play thank something. you so much. No, no, no. But obviously, in, in all honesty, I want to build a set where there's mm. like a. You know, like jazz musicians. Wow. There. That would you know, be just, awesome. Just because when we just feel like we just want to play some music, we just play mm. there. Um, Kanye, I'm going to talk about who you are later, okay. right? But I'm really fascinated about names. And mm. I'm going to do this to all the thousands of guests, whether you're from K Asia or you're from uh, Greenland or Iceland. Iceland is actually warmer than Greenland. Wherever, wherever you're from. Okay. Right? Fun where, fact, yeah. Yeah, fun fact. Wherever you're from, wherever you're from, I always want to give people a lesson. Yeah. You know, information about names. Mm. You know, because I know what my name means and I'm excited that my pops actually named me this. Okay. As much as he's somewhere, you know wherever he is. <laughs> and um, Kanye, what does Kanye mean? And uh, mm. Pell, um, do you love your names? And uh, well, I just want to, for people out there who do not know what Kanye means and Pell means, and mm. has that name been prophetic into your life? Mm. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Names are so prophetic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so my full name is actually Nogu Kanye. Meaning a mother, mother of, of light. light. Yeah, yeah, it's actually Nogu Kanya, mm-hmm. uh, Pearl Zungu. Okay. Uh, Nogu Kanya, uh, you know, I always laugh. Um, when I was in university, my parents couldn't afford to take me to university. Um, and my mom kept saying, Oh, to Zoletu Kanya, when I Kanya. And I got a bursary from ESCOM, actually. Ooh. As would have it, yeah. The guys who bring Ukan. Yeah. So my mom always said, I knew it, I knew, I knew, I knew, you know. And since then, shame, I really, really, my name has been prophetic. Even in dark times, even when I'm not feeling as though, you know, I'm up for it, I'm up for faith, being a strong person. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, but you need me, Nogukanya, Lord. Let there be light, Lord. What's happening? Let there be light. And I prophetically speak using my name, and it has worked thus far. So, yeah, that's my, that's my full name, Nogukanya. I do like it. Um, it definitely has paved a lot for me. Mm. Uh, I know people shorten it to say Kanye, which means, I don't know, it's a shortening, maybe yeah. light. I like Nogu Kanye because it's the mother of light or the light bearer. So if I come, I ought to bring light, not just to expect light, but to be the light. 
So, yeah. Wow. Um, you see the reason why I wanted to have uh, why I want to have a set mm. with uh, you know drums, music, and all everything else is because that moment was just like a woo moment. You know, <laughs> it was so like a, <laughs> it was like yes moment, and I just love the energy. I love you know how you come and you announce it and you explain this name. Because being a mother of flight means that you, wherever you go, mm. whether they speak French, mm. right, or they speak German, mm. you know, or the Scandinavian, whatever, you're going to be a mother of flight, mm. Mm. right? Yeah. And the crazy thing is you say your mom didn't have money to take you to uni. Actually, let me pack that. Mm. Let me pack that because I want to come up and uh, we speak about that. Mm. And uh, we're also tied to ESCOM and we're tied to today on what you're doing and everything else. Mm. Um, they, you do a lot of things. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You are so gifted. You know, you are blessed. You do a lot of things. Number one, you obviously went and started law, mm. right? Yeah. Which was where, where is it? UKZN. 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 Durban, the Durban campus, yeah. yeah. Westville. Uh, no, Howard College. Howard. Yeah. UKZN or Howard, mm. right? You went in, you started law. But when we meet you, when I met you, right, I didn't meet you in that space. Mm. I met you in a space where you actually are in ministry fivefold. Mm. You know, you are preaching and you assuming the office of a prophet mm. right that's number two number three i don't know if you're going to shake this off but unfortunately unfortunately you are still i would tell you also as a, some sort of influencer because influencers come in different banners mm. these influencers those influencers who are coming and paid to mm. say we do this product push yeah, it sell it yeah you know sell it um, and then there's influencers who just come in and these men who have turned the world upside down, they're mm. here too, right? Yeah. So before that, before even the planting, you were doing that. You were basically influencing that space mm. and bring, basically bringing out a kingdom minded, how funny enough, yeah. <laughs> you know, a kingdom minded. Excuse the pun. And then number four with kingdom minded actually becomes that you're a church planter. Mm. Which is, I feel like, is the most difficult of all these. Sure, you know, yeah. For for me, you know, because maybe I may prophesy, but I don't assume the office of a prophet. Mm. You know, so for me, I think the, the church planting might be the difficult one. But I was saying all this so that our guests and our, our people are viewing mm. uh, this, uh, the Dead Road podcast members, family would know who you are, mm. right? I just want to go back to the time when you said your mom didn't have money to take you to uni. Yes. She looks like she's rich. Well, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you've made rich. Because I've seen your mom. I've seen your mom. Maybe you, you, you're you making it look nice now. You know what I mean? <laughs> By God's grace. You know, seasons, seasons. There's, yeah. a, there's a thing of seasons. Um, during that time, were you already saved? Or you were just saying, I'm just going to kill these books, 
get my family out of poverty. What was going through your mind? How was your spiritual self at that time? Yeah, so let me, uh, my mom's watching, but yeah. I'll be honest nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to go to a traditional church. Yeah. Um, and according to them, Pela, you are saved in their standards. Yes. You've confessed the Lordship of Jesus. But I mean, you can live anyhow, but the point is you've confessed. So I'm not sure if I was saved. I can't I can say by worldly standards I was, but I had not been grafted into Jesus. Okay. South Africa is a Christian nation. Yeah. So there's a, that's that yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. So I was still going out, still living my best life at that time. Uh, definitely hunting down the books, definitely hitting them hard. But on Friday, I'm lit until Monday. Then Monday, I'm back to being a nerd again. Yes. Friday, take off the nerd glasses, go in and be a slay queen, then come back again. So at that time, I had confessed the Lordship of Jesus in my traditional church, our former church, mm. but I had not been grafted in as yet. So it was only about two years post um, me going to varsity, no, one year post going to varsity that... I really became grafted into Christ and I stood I truly now understood what it was and what it meant to be born again. Wow. You've said quite a lot of things there which I would like to unpack, but mm. maybe for the second of sake of time I, I might just jump into the one year. But I think just to underline there for anyone, it's a seller moment. Mm. You know, you you were pseudo saved. Mm. You know, fake saved, mm. and then you you marry it to the going out on Friday. Yeah, you know, it's a sellout moment for you watching it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a sellout moment because um, there's a lot which today's church is okaying. Mm. You know, there's a lot mm. which today's church is okaying, and um, with you, you sound like the conviction is. At that point in time, you were not 100% saved, dude. You, know, mm. you were not saved. And it's a salam moment for whoever is watching. And mm. I pray that the Holy Spirit will then come up and, you know, turn, you know, the temperature, do mm. what, what he needs to do. A year or two into uni, mm. Varsity, the South Africa Uni is British, so I usually use Uni a lot. Okay, you know? go for it, British man. <laughs> a year or two into Uni. And which organization or who does then come up to you and says, Hey, hey Kanye, we need to ginger my uh, You know, you won't believe me, but let me tell you nonetheless because yeah. it's true. Mm. I used to attend a church on Sundays mm. when I'm not hungover or anything. I mm. definitely go to church. Mm. Why did I go to church? I wanted a feeling of, you know, God knows my name. If I preach at, at his house, at least he knows, though, even though I'm a wild kid, but he'll remember my face. This one comes to my house. Mm. Then we'd watch ministration. The church we attended was big on deliverance. They would okay. preach the word and then it would be deliverance. And it was very entertaining, I have to say. <laughs> oh, it was very entertaining. Yeah. So we'd sit there for ministration for hours. They'd really have the full complement of deliverance of the, during the service, you know. So sometimes we stayed three hours extra, sometimes four. They'd just keep going and it, it would be entertaining. Obviously, when you get tired, just take your bag and you're out, but mm. it would be entertaining as well. Until this one day where the preacher was like, today I'm not praying for anyone. In fact, it was a guest preacher, yeah. I even know his name but now, but I won't say it. 
he's a prominent man in KZN. He's mm. a big mega church, amazing man. Mm. Um, I can't even remember what he said, but in Kumbula and Eti, I remember him saying in Venek, in Zulu, Wozak Jess, Wozak Jess. I just remember those words. And I found myself at the altar, the typical, there I was at the altar. Oh my gosh, okay, what, why am I here? Again, I said the so-called sinner's prayers, a prayer. But this time something changed. How do I know it changed? I tried to have wine. My, my conversion, so to speak, was a bit dramatic. Mm. I tried to have wine. I would literally vomit it out. They, my friends are like, no, maybe annual. Give it a week. I gave it a week. I tried to consume alcohol. It came all of it out. And I heard a voice saying, it stops now. Now you will function for me. And I've never looked back. It was really a, a dramatic conversion. So that's how I really came to being born again sincerely. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow, so you're seeing these things, it's a spectacle, yeah. you know, for lack of a better way. Mm, it's fun and games. Yeah, it's fun and games, of which even now, there's some believers who think it's a spectacle, mm. you know. It's a spectacle, but it's that in that moment when someone decides, you know what, uh, come to Christ, you know, mm. right now, take it or leave it, you know what I mean? Mm. And then uh, the Holy Spirit comes up and he speaks to you. You know, Jesus himself, God himself comes up and he speaks to you. And then you are saved. Mm. That's that moment which is making, which engineered or continue to engineer Kanye now. Mm. You know, to come up and then uh, function, mm. do what she's supposed to do. And you are in second year, you say? First yeah, year. I think I was in... Beginning of second year, I think, yeah. Okay, so the me receiving Jesus, it was in, in second year. It was second year. It was second year, actually. Wow, second year. I just started going to the church towards the end of first year. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So, um, did you... Fast forward, uni finishes. Yeah. Right? Or were you... Well, once you're saved there, did you get involved in terms of ministry in uni? I became a serious evangelist. Yeah. So where my university was stationed, the Howard College campus, it's next to a township called Chesterville. It's like it has a lot of squatter camps and yeah. it's, it's a hood. Yeah. Um, my, um, um, not residence, what do you call, a commune. I stayed mm. in a commune. It was in a suburb called Glenmore, which is about five minutes walk from mm. the Chesterville. Yeah. So I became a serious evangelist. Weekend in, weekend out. I even started the Luke 68 Foundation mm -hmm. in those times, which mm -hmm. has been around for over 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And we'd go then, we'd preach, and then we'd put together money for that we get for, you know, food, groceries, and we'd say, you know what, this month we'll fast. Me and a couple of friends were saved. And we'd buy groceries, and we go there, we preach Jesus, then we say, here are groceries. Sometimes if people are not receiving us, I mean, we're still babies, shame. Mm. But we'd be like, here's groceries. They're like, oh, okay. Then we're like, can we come in and tell you about Jesus? So when the person is still jolly, they've mm. just received a free food parcel, yeah. then we hit hard. Mm. And at that time, I didn't know much. I just knew that Jesus saves. Yes. Jesus is good. He loves you. And that's, that was my message. Um, and at that time, I think that's when I, I read the Bible the most. I read it like a novel. If I'm not studying, I'm reading the Bible yeah. from Genesis to Revelation and back to Genesis. So yeah. I did a lot. There was a lot of pruning for me in varsity. Cool. I, 
what I'm hearing here is that when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power. Yeah. And you shall be witnesses. Yeah. So being a witness doesn't mean that you are trying to wait for some sort of like platform. Mm. You are just going to go. Mm. Because you can't have this thing burning inside of you mm. and you're just going to sit on it. No, you can't. It's not possible. You know, you can't, you can't just sit on it. And mm. it looks like sometimes there's some steps which people have to go through mm. so that they can be impactful or they can be sold or they can be a kanye in their space, you know, a light in their space. Mm. But what really is required of us is that when we have a, some good news, some sort of good news, we go out to the city and we tell people about this Jesus. Mm. And um, I think what just got to me, got to, uh, what that whole space reminds me also, <clears throat> we started also an organization called uh, Urban Influencers. So Urban Influencers was basically to try and, uh, or is to try and equip, bring in people once every mm. August, equip them, tell mm. them, please, we are not called to just sitting at your church every day. Mm. You are called to influence the world, wherever you mm. are, in your space, in your workplace, and everything else. And then we also did the same thing, because there's something about food. Mm. You know, and I'm not talking about, yes, the cooked one is nice, but there's something about packing. And food. something about the parcel. Yeah. Because the thing is, when that person is cooking, they'll remind, they'll remember you. When that person is putting that sugar in their cup, yeah. they'll remember you. Hey, we not see snapple tongue, see sky. Mm. Was what he, you know, back in the day they used to say repent or die. <laughs> now we say Jesus loves you. If this is true, Jesus loves you. Mm. But Jesus loves you. But can't. repent or die. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on you know? the tip of it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But you know, this is this is the this is the reality. And I like that you did not sit on this fire which was inside of you. Sure. You know, I like that you come and you carry it and you say, I am doing this thing. Mm. When do you leave KZN? When did I leave KZN? Mm. Straight after varsity. Mm. I got a job uh, in my final year of my LLB. I mm. got approached by um, the recruitment uh, agents for uh, Worksman's Attorneys, okay. uh, which is one of the big law firms in Sensen. And they're like, no, we want to interview you. So they recruit a year or so ahead. Actually, I was in my third year of LLB. They recruit a year or so ahead mm. for their candidates attorneys because they want the Guys who have the Golden Key Awards, the, the smart ones. The yes. So that's what they do. So mm. someone approached me. They said, come interview. I had to fly up to Joburg. No, I actually passed up. <laughs> and I had an interview. And yeah. So straight after my um, final year of LLB, I had to come to Joburg. I moved to Sensen. I, it was time for me to work. I thought, really, I'm a big short lawyer now. I've made it. I'm in Sensen. I'm a lawyer. Yo, I've never been so poor in my life. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, it was it was tough. Yeah. Um, my mom used to have this old car, a Navy Corolla, an old old model Corolla, and I mean mm. old. We used to call it uh, Mr. Navy. Okay. So my mom was like, "This is your inheritance." Hamba now ye you know, yone zoksiza, because where I stayed, and there are no taxis in Sensen, mm. or the parts mm. I stayed in. Mm. Two worksmen. And there was no Uber at that time? No. Even if there was, the, the, the finances were just yeah. not agreeing yeah. with yeah. me. Yeah. They're not testifying with me. Mm. Um, and I remember it was maybe my second day to work. That car stopped in the middle of the road. 
and it never drove off since, you know. Um, so then I had to get lifts. It was clear I need to get a car. But the salary shame, it's off a candidate attorney. Candidate attorney is like an intern in the legal fraternity. Um, it was just not communicating. But thank God for Jesus. He managed to stretch that. I don't know how, but mm. it was tough. But I managed to always have food, always make it to work neat. Um, yeah, but it was quite a wake-up call because many people, when you're in uni, you're like, oh, if I could get a job, I'm going to live my best life. Not really, um, you know, and I know you didn't solicit, solicit this advice, but if you're in varsity, if you are in, in, in university and you're about to start a job, budget, Mm -hmm. budget do not also think there's this black tax right mm. so we think as soon as i get a job i'm taking care of my mom my dad my uncles my sisters even the cows at home i'm going to take care of them mm -hmm. and you you over exert yourself at the expense of, of yourself you literally you know sacrificing yourself you end up being so poor um so budgets have a budget have a plan plan don't be excited don't go there i remember i wanted a bm as my first car thank god i could not afford it because it wasn't i got a polo but even that polo it was quite expensive mm. at that time but i wanted to be seen you know i'm working now mm -mm, you're not working you've just stepped into it you still need to learn mm -hmm. maybe after five years you can say now I'm, now I'm working let me really you know put things together and be respectable Pel. wow Wow. And um, I love the advice because in as much as we are kingdom citizens, there's systems which the kingdom operates in. Yes. And um, unfortunately, we do not adhere to those systems. We come and we try and we do or lead our lives with the systems which this world has got. Mm. You know, because they're going to call you from you know, all those banks, I won't mention them. Yeah. West Bank. <laughs> 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 you know, they're going to call you and offer you money because they know that, ah, you just get out, still out of your name. Yeah. Let's offer him like a small 500K, mm. you know, and that and then you get your car, which is 400K, mm. and then the next thing you realize, seven years of your life is gone. Mm. Not five. Mm, that's true. Not five, because usually, because you think, ah, once I'm done, no, 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 once I'm done, you're going to have to recover. Mm. Seven of your life is gone. And this is also the reason why there has to be um, a, what can I call, a way where the younger are learning from the old. And when mm. I mean the younger from the old, I'm not meaning like the 20-year-olds learning from the 60-year-olds. Mm. Yes, 20-year-olds can learn from the 60-year-olds, but 18-year-olds learning from the 24-year-olds. 24-year-olds mm. learning from the 32-year-olds. 32-year-olds learning from the 40-year-olds. Because those small years, yeah. they might look like uh, they, they're small, but those small years are full of wisdom, mm. pain, mm. and lessons. Mm. You know? Mm. And generations change. Mm -hmm. So I love mom, but I mean, her financial strategies at 64 are not going to work for me now. True. Right. So I'd need somebody within the same generation being, you know, a, a victim, so to speak, of the same economical debacle we are in, yes. who understands and has been able to master the current generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
how do you get us? <laughs> um, you know, I look at that sign. And I've got that sign in my head. Now when I have that sign in my head, I always think of you. You know, that sign of the law firm in uh, in Santin. Oh, okay. Because it's got a whole W, you know, nice yes, yes. stuff and all. How do you get out of that situation? Because I think just to also bring light, right? Kanye sitting here. She's talking of uh, being a candidate at Tenny and she's talking about, uh, you know, that car, which was a blue Corolla, right? Yeah. And used to call it, uh, I don't know what the Mr. name is. Mr. Navy. Mr. Navy. Or Navy, oh, Gangsta know, Wagon. Yeah, Gangsta Wagon, you know. <laughs> and that blue Corolla was supposed to save you, but that blue Corolla just died, you know. Day two. Day two. <laughs> <laughs> that blue Corolla just died. And I want to just speak on just the period of that time until the time when you felt like, okay, cool, here in my career, I'm almost there. Because when I see Kanye, I meet Kanye who's uh, nominated, who's part of the Mail and Garden, young, 200, mm. amazing. I wasn't nominated, I won. No, sorry, no, sorry, you won. To, yeah, yeah, get it let's, right. Let's get that. <laughs> Let's get it right. Young, male and garden, um, 200 young South Africans. Yeah. You know, in this country, which has got, I think we're probably, young people, we're probably like a 39 million. Mm, you know, about. just, yeah, just young people that's under under 30, right? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, that's 200, so that means you're the cream of the crop, because 200, that means cream, 200 of uh, people doing amazing things. I met Kanye who's also uh, nominated, is it the, the Advanced uh, African Awards? It's yeah. just 100 people. Yeah. There's 100 people in Africa. Yes. You know, including, including the Nigerian brain and the Zimbabwean brain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, including, yeah. that's 100 people in Africa, including the, the Nigerian brain. And um, you, you're a fellow, right, of... Uh, no, um, you're not a, um, uh, you're not part of a Mandela Fellow. I was um, uh, named as one of the um, was 2022 30 Young Mandelas. Okay, the Young Mandelas. Yeah. Also, you're not part of you're not part of the Mandela uh, Obama Fellows. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, Young Mandela. That was when? 2022. 2022. So this yeah. is last year. This is last year. The Million Guardian was uh, 2021, and Advanced Media was also, I think, the beginning of last year. I, I don't know. Me, when these things happen to me, I'm a blow it up. I'm a throw a patch on top of a roof. <laughs> like everyone should know. You know? <laughs> everyone, everyone should know. Like I'm a blow it off. And this is period. This is seasons, right? Because yeah. we've got. Uh, our blue Corolla, mm. Corolla, and you've got these three amazing stuff which you've done, mm. you know, and people should know that there's process. Absolutely. And there's lessons, there's wisdoms, mm. you know, which you have to carry as you move. How do you, what prompts you or how do you get pushed out or maybe you made a decision to like, okay, I'm a candidate and I'm moving from here going to point B. Yeah, so I'm a capitalist. Uh, so after being a candidate attorney, um, I was invited to be an associate uh, at the firm. So I obviously said, yes, I need a job. 
Um, and I continued working there. It's a great place. Um, but I got, you know, I was just applying out there because I wanted more, you know. Yes, yes. At that time, to be honest, in my heart, it's still that big BMW. Yes. So I'm like, mm -mm, what this salary, I'm not going to get this BM. And yeah. I'm losing my street cred back home. <laughs> I need to make a play. Because number one, the flu, corona is gone. You, you know, to do it I'm in a polo now. Overnight pass, or even if you don't do an overnight yeah. pass, when you go to King Shaga, you still have to get those uncles who have to take you to you see, Peter Mary's back. And if I spend my money on a flight that month, I won't have enough, definitely. So rather take a bus. Mm. So now I need a BM. I need to be respected, you know. Yeah. So at that time, that's what stood in my heart. So mm. I'm like, mm -mm, I need to apply around. Mm. So how did I... A lady who knows me uh, recommends me to this uh, place. I can mention their name because it's I still okay. love okay. local. I yeah. still love the, the, the owners of the company, even now. Yeah. Um, and he said, this, uh, the person who was recommending me said, you know what, you need someone, a legal person now. You're a startup mine. You need a legal person to come in. This girl is amazing. What is it? Local. 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 Or local. Yeah. Okay. Local for black people, but okay. it's local. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So they, they approached me, had an interview. Uh, they were offering way more. Cannot way more. At the time, it was way more. It was 9,000, I think, more. Mm. So I was like, yo, definitely, I'm in here. Nine, Didn't even think about it. Nine grand more, that's your PM. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Well, this yeah. is, it, yeah. it was making sense. Yeah. So I took it. Um, and yeah, it was the best decision I've ever made. Um, it was sleepless nights, though ridiculous sleepless nights um i think the lord knows how he times everything because how he sets certain seasons over things i don't think working there i would i would have been able to plant the church mm -hmm. it was incredibly hectic but they paid well uh by god's grace it really went well like i was closing deals for them day in day out week in week out weekends during the day, 24-7, to a point where they then, um, at that time I was quite young, I was 26. Mm -hmm. to, uh, then they said, okay, no, we, we invite you to our executive team, and I became the executive uh, group legal at the time. Okay. Um, so it was quite an achievement because I was one of the youngest um, mining ex legal mining executives in the country. Yeah. So at that time I'm like, yes, and I can get my BM, life is going so well. No, then I started going crazy on the spending, which is not advisable, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> I started, yes, you know, I've made it. I was working hard. Then, kitty kitty, here comes uh, COVID. Here comes COVID. Mm. COVID comes. Uh, we are predominantly, we're not really a mining house, but we buy coal and we then offsell it mm -hmm. so the coal that we've bought we have a beneficiation plant we beneficiate it then it's offsold to the markets mm -hmm. yeah so with covid obviously the export markets was closed uh, and unfortunately we could not export any coal yeah now it doesn't look like the company is going to make it um, there are also other things going on mm -hmm. now it doesn't see it appears though the company is going to make it mm -hmm. and the directors of the company say you know what let us just uh, put this company in business rescue, retrench everyone, sure. and, you know, we'll see. We'll start something else, you know. That time, I've just bought a house with $4 million. That time, in I've just bought a car. In a beautiful Thank you. I yeah. thank you. Yes. You know, a uh, Yes. Uh, that time, I have uh, bought a very expensive car for myself, mm. um, almost $2 million car. Plus, I had bought my mom a Mercedes as well. Mm. 
and for the blue <laughs> corolla conversation yes <laughs> that's yes. it yeah so at that time i've I, i've just bought everything yabo and i'm living quite comfortably and then it stops right there and then it stops sorry you are being retrenched um everybody's being retrenched in the company we're actually closing shop we'll give it another shot soon but for now we have to let everybody go and that's where now problems serious problems started coming in you know I have a bond, I have cars to pay, their families, I buy groceries for monthly. Everybody's looking to me to take care of them, what's going to happen? Mm. And I think that was the beginning of one of the toughest periods in my life. It was absolutely ridiculous. On top of that, I got very sick. Um, mm. For some reason or the other, anything you can think of, I had it. From kidney stones... Uh, migraines, um, heart problems, breathing problems. Um, what else did I have? Uh, appendix removal. It became the pits for some reason. I just got, I was always in hospital. To a point where my medical aid shame said, Siabongasis. You know, they, they were like, no, we can't. Um, you've gone through the threshold. I didn't even know there's a threshold. Um, they the gutter, but I won't name and shame them. But they were really like, no. Almost all of them are. <laughs> all of them are. <laughs> but there's one specific one, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a terrible time. Mm. I think it culminated in me um, getting a DVT, a deep mm. vein thrombrosis, yeah. which is a blood clot. Mm. And it was the clot was traveling to my heart. So I couldn't walk at all. Like it started in the leg. I was paralyzed. Um, I remember this day where because of the medication, I was staying in hospital. I couldn't move my body. I had to wear, you know, a, a pampas. Mm. It was just bad. Um, and there's a time because of medication, my tummy shame was a bit loose that day. Got a bit of diarrhea. And I could overhear the nurse complaining to the other one, say, yo, I'm so tired of changing this lady, you know. And I think at that moment, I was broken. I was like, Lord, where did we get here? Mm. Remember me, you know, I, I've done this for you. At that time, I'd already planted a church in uh, Richmond and KZN mm. with my former church. I'd planted a church for my pastor. So I'm like, Lord, I've done so much for you. How am I here? How is this possible? How is this going to work? What's going on? I could not understand it. Um, there's a lady um, I respect very much. I love her so much. She's a prophet of God, one of the senior, senior people in faith. She's quite old as well. Um, my current spiritual covering. Yeah, yeah. She prayed for me, then said, no, no, the Lord said I mustn't pray for you. Something must happen. There's something being birthed. And I'm like, what? What is the Lord birthing with me being paralyzed? Eventually, I got slightly better, but I couldn't continue paying for being at Mediclinic, so they had to release me. Mm. So I was in a wheelchair for some time, for some months, um, about two months or, or so. Uh, and it's a long time. It, it is, mm. if you used to being mobile. Mm. Um, I didn't know what was happening. I, I, I was borderline resenting God, but I was also borderline, okay, Lord, I have to keep the faith, because if you don't make me well, I'd rather die. That was my prayer to the Lord. Restore my mobility. Let me be okay. Otherwise, take me out. Like, take me out. I'm not... Why am I living? Mm. I did not know the Lord was birthing the healing and deliverance ministry in me. Mm -hmm. um, so, eventually, I became... I become okay progressively. As you can see, I can walk today. Mm -hmm. um, then people start coming to me for prayer. People sick with with one thing or the other i'm like you're okay guys i've also just been through some serious stuff but let me pray for you as i'd pray for them strange things would happen i'm like hey what's going on you know some would manifest some demons would leave other people would be healed 
I think what was the shock of my life, there's a, a lady whose mom had cancer. I don't know what stage, but it was quite bad. She said, please pray for my mom. And I did. And the lady was made well. They said they couldn't find cancer. I was like, yo, me. At the time, remember, I'm used to being a hotshot evangelist. I tell people Jesus loves them. Mm -hmm. But if you don't take Jesus, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. That was just Repent my message. Or Repent or die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's how I got introduced to the prophetic office. I also started reading people's thoughts. Like we'd sit here and I'd know exactly what you're saying. And I'd say, you know what? I can hear you are meditating on this in your heart. But this is what God says. People like, what? And I was a shock to myself as well. I was like, what's going on with Kanye? Um, but that's the process. Um, to... Then after that, the Lord was settling me into the office. The Lord was settling me, the ministry which he called me to. Um, also, corporately, I got um, restored in that um, I did eventually get another job. After about almost two years of being unemployed, living by grace, sure. my car, my one car was repossessed. Uh, by the way, I had to just surrender it. Mm -hmm. um, mom's car, share my thoughts for that car. It's like, uh, it's not going away. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they didn't auction off my house, honestly. It's by God's grace. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I got another job um, at uh, our power utility, as mm -hmm. you are well aware. Yes, no, Ukanya, hashtag, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, although I'm leaving them, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, so I got that job. Um, it wasn't as much as the, my former job where I was really, you know, living well. But it started setting me back on track. Um, I started doing quite good uh, deals, uh, transactions there uh, on behalf of, um, of uh, the power utility. Mm -hmm. And that's when now the accolades came in. I think it was first the Million Guardian Top 200. Mm -hmm young South Africans, mm. um, onto the advanced media's 100 most influential South wow. Africans. Africans. Yeah, Africans. Yeah. Then the 30 young Mandelas. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's really the journey. Wow. Um, you know, when I'm listening to you, right, I'm just reminded why or how God had to tell me of the word dirt road, you know? Mm. If you come from the third world, you are probably familiar with the dead road. Yeah. You know, it's not always tarred road all the time. No, no, and no, no, no. no. <laughs> and I want to tell you this story so that, you, that our viewers can also know why the podcast named Dead Road. Mm. Right? And the reason why I want to tell you the story is because your journey just sounds like the, the dead road journey. You know, mm, 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 that, mm. you know, when you, you get to, there's a point in your life where it was just, hey. Yeah. Humpy, you know, not smooth, but you're still going. Mm. Because you don't have any option. You have to go. Yeah. So we, coming from ministry in Malawi, we've just done, uh, we used to do uh, concerts and we would do like festivals, pick up mm. arenas, or at times you go into a 20,000 or a 10,000 place and there's only 10 people. You know, at times <laughs> you go there, a, at times you go there and there's actually spent, mm. you know. So we're coming from Malawi and we've just done three cities, the major cities, which was Blantyam, Lilongwe, and Mzuzu. Mm. Now, as, you, as we may know, for those who know, is that Malawi has got amazing, beautiful people. Mm. But uh, economically, it's probably uh, top two of the poorest countries in the 
in in the continent. Okay, I didn't know. You know, actually. okay. And um, I love that place. I love that place. You know, because I always say sometimes we have to change. You know, the economy, put it there, and then people believe me. You know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we unfortunately we can't fly out of Malawi. We have to drive to Zambia border mm. to a place called Chipata and then take a flight from there, from Chipata, fly to Lusaka and then yeah. Lusaka, from Lusaka we then fly to either we go straight to Vinduk or we come to Oatambo and go to Vinduk, okay. right, so that we can continue with our mission and what we're doing. Mm. We when one are driving to Chipata, remember flights have got times. Yeah. You can't just do your own thing. Mm, if if it's time, speech. if it's shyly, shyly. And we've, we've, we're driving to the border mm. from an, another city, I don't, I don't remember which city it was, to the border to, so mm. that we can catch the flight. The border in Chipata was like an hour away or something like that. Mm. Um, and we're flying the bus which we're in, like a small minivan which mm. we in, I think it was about eight of us, some Americans, um, my wife, it's like 12 years ago, eight, 11 years ago. And um, yeah, about about eight of us. And we get stuck. So There's no fuel yeah. in the car. But I looked at the gauge, because I was sitting in front, I looked at the gauge and I asked the guy, are you sure? You know, because I was sitting mm. behind him. Are you sure this thing is going to get us? And the guy was like, yes. You know, everyone hears that in the car. And then while we're there, obviously the car fuel finishes. And mm. we now we have to buy fuel. Because this guy is just sent by our host. But our host is somewhere also behind that trying to drive next to us. I took my money which for merchandise and everything else and then gave the guy go to the next city and because we have to go. Mm. We go to Chipata, the airport, the airline, the sorry, we go to the airport. You can see the plane. This oh, is, no. is it the, taking off? This is not this is not this is not or Tambo or Lanceria, where you can't see it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna speak it in Zulu. Yeah, it mm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just like a plain place. You know, mm. you can see the, you can see it there in Zambia. Mm. You can see it. You can see it. Mm. These people are saying boarding is closed. I'm like, but here's the airplane. But you can just walk over. What? Yeah, it is. You yeah. know, we can see it. There's just like a, a tiny gate. I remember, I don't know what it got into me, I remember leaving like the small cubicle mm. office, whatever, trying to run to the, trying to run to the, uh, uh, to inside the, what is this thing called? Inside to go speak to, at least to the pilot, if this guy yeah. was trying to help me. And, you know, I've got two people trying to stop me, but I was like, okay, it's fine, because this is my mission. I have to, I'm responsible for all mm. these people. Yeah. And, we then called a friend of ours, and his name is Pompey, uh, biggest Christian artist, maybe arguably biggest Christian, biggest artist in Zambia also, not Christian mm -hmm. only. And then he was, he happened to be an ambassador of that airline company at that time called Profit. Ah, wow. 
And then he speaks to the guy, and then when the guy had Pompey, they, the guy was like, okay, you can actually drive two hours away. There's in a place called, I don't know if it's Kafue or Mfue, Fue or Kafue. There's a place with a national park. They've got a small private uh, thingy. So it's, it's living in about two and a half hours or so. Mm. And so Pompey spoke to them and then they gave us like a nice discount. But still, it is money which was going. So between that period and that and forward, mm. you know, God said to me, you've been through a, a dead road. Mm. You've gone to get, go through a lot of dead roads in your life. Mm. And you're going to meet people who go, who've gone through this. But those stories need to be shared. Sure. Whether you're writing a book, mm. whether you preach about it, mm. you know, I've had people for the past five years crying podcast, podcasts. Sure. You know, I didn't even know the podcast. I had different names of podcasts. Mm. But because during while your cars was getting repossessed, I was going through my own stuff. Mm. You know? So. Because, you know, sometimes you're saved, but you still want to do things. And then life shows you what yeah. mm, It beats you. <laughs> it shows you what you know, it's sometimes, my friend, holiness sometimes is, is important. Yeah. You know? And this is why we're here today, because mm. of that. Dirt road. You know, because of that dirt road. Sure. And when we got from that Chipata to that airport, mm. this airport, imagine, have you been to the Kruger National Park Airport? No, actually, I haven't. It's actually very tiny, right? Mm. It's actually small, but it's, it's really well done. Mm. It's like the Vic Force Airport on the same side. Yeah. Probably the best, I don't know now, with the new one which come. But it's, it's, this this airport was tiny, but it was like air conditioned. It was all nice. It was better okay. than where they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the space. It was better. This airport was really nice. It was like water, you know, you know, you could get water and stuff and everything. I feel like there was even Wi Fi, but we didn't even ask for Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, you're just glad to be there. We we're, were just glad to be there. Yeah. And it just felt like, God was saying, there's a, always a place of solace. There's always a place of rest. No matter what you go through. Mm, sure. Your Come blue on. car. Yeah. You know? And when you feel like you've actually upgraded during the new season, then uh, in the entertainment world, they call, they call it an act of God. Then an act of God happens. Mm. You know, they call it an act of God in contract so that they don't give you your money. Yeah, a force majeure. <laughs> yes. In legal you, terms. You, you, yes, <laughs> you know, in legal terms. You know. you know, and then an act of God happens. Mm. You know, an act of God happens, then your car is taken away. Mm. And when your car is taken away, because you know who you are, you're like, I'm not going back to that blue Corolla. Hell to the N.O. You know, I'm not going back to that blue Corolla. I still need better than this. Yeah. Which I'm, which I'm with. So this is an encouragement to anyone who's out there that you, just because you see people who are cleaned up, people who are dressed up nicely, smelling good, Tom Ford FF, or whatever you're wearing. I actually wearing. love that fragrance. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm. And it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. swears, so yeah, I like yeah. it. But, <laughs> but it smells great. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, whatever. Mm. But people are actually go through, people go through stuff. Even in the Bible, mm. people went through de their own death roads. Mm. You know, the Shunammite woman, mm. one of my favorite, if not my favorite woman in the Bible. 
mm. because of your faith and uh, just the business acumen and mm. just the favor which followed it. And also, last but not least, the miracles of the prophetic, yeah, which happened in their life, yeah. You obviously took us to the church plant. Mm. As a female, mm. this conversation is still happening today. Mm. How do you gain the courage to say, I'm going to do this? You know, did you have to shake off some weirdness in terms of uh, church planting or some societal rule? Mm which say women can't come up and plant, yeah. uh, you know, ministries. Or mm. whether also, also with you, it wasn't just planting. With you also, you are in an office which is also questioned, questioned a lot. Mm. You know, mm. that office is questioned a lot. Actually, there's a doctrine. There's actually a, a doctrine which is taught right now. Mm. Sensationalism. Sensationalism. Where you say the gifts... Have ceased. They have ceased. <laughs> They're done. They were, they were done with the apostles. Mm. You yeah. know? And um, just take us through to the whole church planting as a female. If you had to let go of some things and just focus. And also the office of the prophet. Mm. I'm sorry, I won't say prophetess because prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a prophet. Yeah, yeah, neither male or female. You know? It's it's gender that, neutral. Yeah. yeah. That's the only place where it's gender neutral. Yeah. You know, the office of the prophet, you know, is being questioned also mm. because of a lot of things. Uh, not, yes, we're going to talk about the fake part, but I want to talk about just theologically, mm. you know, biblically. Okay. The one at the bottom here. Yeah. You know, so t t take us through there. Yeah. Uh, Gingatin, Unkulunkulu mm. does not wait for our theology to move. Um, he uses who he wishes, um, and and their results. Mm -hmm. Maybe let me let's look at theological before we look at facts. Mm -hmm. For me, I think the Bible is clear in Ephesians chapter four. Mm -hmm. Jesus gave gifts to men. He mm -hmm. ascended and gave gifts to men. Mm -hmm. The people, the fivefold ministers, being the actual gift to men, mm -hmm. he gave them as gift as parcels to men for the equipping of saints. Says for the equipping of saints. Now, if you say these gifts, the, the, the apostle and the prophets have ceased, who's equipping the new believers coming in? Because it's clear that he gave these gifts, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, mm. the pastor and the teacher, he gave it and said, guys, I want people to function in this, to be functionaries in these five dimensions so that they can equip the saints until we come to unity. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for argument's sake, let's say in the book of Acts, the apostles there, the prophets, the evangelists and all of them, they equip the saints in that generation. Yeah. What about the new generations of believers coming in? Who's equipping them? Sure. Because it says, so long as they are believers, they are saints waiting to be equipped, this fivefold, for lack of a better word, must function. Mm. Because we need these guys to be equipped. So, in the Bible, they were equipped by Peter and them. We bless God for that. Who is equipping us now? If these gifts have ceased, mm. who's, equipping, who's equipping the believers coming into salvation now? Who's doing it, you know? Mm. Um, also, back to what I had said, the Lord had said to me, the gifts are the actual people. 
So the Lord has given us a gift. He gave gifts unto men. You are the gift in the form of a pastor, a shepherd. Mm. You know, mm. you are the gift itself. Mm. So you can't seize so long as there's who's going to walk at the mall and still wants to put up their hand and say, I want to be born again. We're going to need somebody to come and equip them. And, and, equip them yeah. and equip them. So you can argue and say, yeah, but we don't have issues with evangelists, with pastors, with teachers. It's just the apostles and the prophets. Okay, tell me this. Who then communicates the oracles of God? Because that's the office of the prophet. Is it, are we then saying everybody? And coming from Kezaren, I have to be honest, there's that everybody, whether you're a prophet, you're a teacher, you're an evangelist, all of you, mm -hmm. you know, you're a pastor, who may lose, rather, mm -hmm. you're, you're a pastor. Yes, sir, but it's clear from this person's function, this person can't give them a church, it will die, shame. they can't shepherd, they can't feed. They will just come and say, that says God, God says, guys, this is what must happen. Then they walk out. But you, according to Pella, this theory is, no, no, but they are, they are a pastor nonetheless. If they're not a pastor, then what are they? They, 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 they look like Elijah. They sound like Elijah. They, they, they bring forth uh, 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 signs, wonders, and miracles like Elijah. They're not a, they, they don't have, some don't even have churches. They can't shepherd for the life of them. They can't even teach the word for the life of them. Mm -hmm. But they will tell you what God says. And if you listen to them, things will be aligned. Then who are those people? Factually, you see. So I think my... My issue with that theory is always that it's people who don't operate in these actual, you know, functions yes. that say these things. Mm -hmm. It's like people who say there's no such thing as deliverance or healing. Mm -hmm. It's because you don't function in it. I understand. If I also didn't, maybe by chance and say it's not there. Mm -hmm. But once you start walking in the thing, you know, man, you know it's yes. what it is, guys. Yes. Nothing can beat the experience that you have lived yeah. out to your body. Mm -hmm. I remember when the Lord called me to function for him seriously. I said, Lord, if there are no results, I don't want to do it. Why? You know, age-wise, as much as I'm not a, a beaming youth, but I'm not old. Yeah, People who are prophets... According uh, well, according to the NC, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> you know, but I'm not a, a 50-year-old mama, yes. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not married. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a young black girl, so mm. to speak. So I said, Lord, in order for these people to receive, you're going to need to demonstrate. You're going to need to demonstrate yourself through me. When I speak, may you back it up with results. I need results. Mm. No, the Bible says, uh, we understand the book of Acts. It's the signs, wonders, and miracles that spoke for them. The word was always confirmed. The preach word was also always confirmed. The problem is we want we just now want to put signs and wonders without any preach word. Mm. What, what does that mean? You're an occultist. There's a synergy. It's, it's a synergy. It must yeah. start with the word. Yes. Then signs, wonders, and miracles will confirm the word. So I said, Lord, you better give me results. Because if there are no results, I don't want to do it. I want testimonies week after whenever I go up there, someone I must know that you have moved. Otherwise they won't receive me. Now I won't even receive myself. So the Lord had to take my hand, reassure me that I've called you, demonstrate that because even I had a hard time believing he has called me. Forget the others. I've got a battle in my own self. Mm -hmm. Then he allowed me to see certain dimensions of himself using my hands, using me, using my mouth. And I saw, mm -mm, yes, he called me shame. 
it doesn't matter which theologian can come and say, "Men, I see, yabon." Ngias, ngias, no good thing yabon afoot, yabon. That's so cool. Um, you didn't answer my part of the female mm. part. Yeah. Of you then planting and you know. Did you have to shake off? You answered in terms of you being cold. Yeah. But in terms of your yeah, the gender part. Yeah. You know, how did you have to... Because you might come from KZ10 because I've seen, I think with with you guys, some people I know, pastors I know, I can see that yeah. KZ10 has got uh, some female pastors I know. Now I know because I'm, you know, you, you because you know people you now know, ah, there's this person, yeah. there's, this, there's this person. But did you have to shake it off, though? You know, the fact that you're a woman and you have to plant, you know, they used to say it's a man's world. It was that in the 90s. Now I don't know. It's, it's a sort of thing, you know. But did you have to shake it off? Or did you just have to say, I'm cold, and that's, the, the, that's it? Umundu obiziwe. A person who's cold, I always need to go back to English for understandability. Mm. No, it's fine. You can go. A person who is called, we need to differentiate between Kanye, the prophet and Kanye. Mm. I can't shake off I'm a woman. I am a woman. Mm. Today I'm from church, like, but I, I have to wear a nice dress. I have to put on makeup. I can't shake it off. Be like, I mean, if men can do it, I can do it. No, no. Let men do it. I'll do what I can do. So I can't shake that off. I'm because Kanye. you're all sons in the house of the Lord. Yes. Mm. But I, I'm, a, I'm a lady yes. who likes nice stuff, who mm. likes looking pretty. If you see me sitting down, I'm very unassuming. Mm. Uh, you know, I'll... They will be casting out of demons in a 40-inch weave. Mm. I'm a woman. I can't shake that off and say, ah, let me be a man. No, no, I can't. But the prophet, that's gender neutral. It doesn't, it doesn't have any bearing in the spirit. When I say in Jesus' name, things respond, not because I'm a woman or a man. If I plant a church, and you know what? There's a church. There are people now. They are filling up the house. That had nothing to do with I'm a woman or a man. I just, the, the people saw a prophet of God, and here they are. You see, so that's why I'm saying you'll have to differentiate it. It's when you ask, did you shake some things off? It's a yes and a no. It's a yes in that I'm a prophet of God. I can't come in and say, you know what? Uh, also, I, one thing the Lord delivered me from is being apologetic. What I've noticed with many female ministers is they're going to be then be like, yeah, um, I know I'm not married and maybe I know I'm young, but it's fine. The Lord can use me as well. Why are you telling the people this? Mm -hmm. The people are there for fresh men are from God. Get in there. Get in those hearts. Get in that body. Let there be healing. Let there be, let be, let, let there be demonstration of God's power. Let there be transformation through the word of God. Just get in there. Don't waste time explaining. Just get in there. We are born. So there's that as well. But also there's the part where say, look, I'm a lady. I like looking nice. I, I'm a woman. I can't be there now and be like, yeah, I'm going to be a man and show them what the, the male apostles can do. I can do it. No, no, no. I can do what I can do as the Lord has graced me. Amen. Hmm. Um, you spoke of weave, and uh, I just saw that you were, you've got natural hair. I just have to go into a commercial break and tell our viewers that if you ever have problems with your hair or you would want to make sure that your hair grows 
you've got problems with your line or hairline or whatsoever, there's some people who are generous enough to come and be partner with us in our podcast. Kalia, Kalia, they've got products which we have here, three products. One, this is a hair growth product, oil rather, and this is a leave-in conditioner. And then this is um, a deep conditioned hair uh, mask. So these products are up for the grabs. You can actually get them for free. All you just need to do is to go and follow them on all social media platforms, Kalia, or just go to their website, www.kalia.co.za. It's Kalia with a C-A-L-I-Y-A. Follow us also on social media, Eben, uh, so not Eben, sorry, what is this thing called? Dead Road Podcast on also social media platform and we'll then announce who the winner of these products at the end of the month. Can I enter the composition? Anyone can enter as okay. long as you follow and uh, I'll do it. The, I think Emma and them will then choose who these products are supposed to go to. Okay, yes. just arrange that I win though, but I'll We enter. will arrange that you win. Guys, we believe in uh, making things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yes. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. And also we're shooting our podcast at Fresh Vision Optometrist in Centurion. They've got their branches in Centurion and uh, Blegori, Randberg. You can come in for your eye screening, eye test, or if you need to get um, glasses or contact lenses come through and they will help you out. Hmm, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. I have to pay the bills. Okay. Yeah, you know, I have to pay the bills because, yeah. Ooh, we've, we've said a lot. Mm. We've said a lot and um, I think what I want to say is that there's something with testimony. Mm. There's something with the results, mm. right? Imagine going to that person whom you prayed for and their mother had cancer, right? It was the mother, right? Yeah. Their mother had cancer and the cancer is completely gone. Mm. It is gone. Nada. Mm. Gone. Finished. Mm. It's gone. And then you're going to come up and you tell people you don't believe in the gift of laying of hands Mm. because it's a gift, number one. Or... Someone who comes up and he tells me something which is going to happen in my life. Guys, it has happened to me 20,000 times. Sure. Mm. Good, bad, in the middle. <laughs> or sometimes yeah. the person is not sure. Mm. Right? Or times it's stuff which has happened to me mm. when I'm in my mother's house and I'm, in a, I'm a child. Mm. And then I'm in Kampala, Uganda, standing in front of like 10,000 people, and then God reminds me, I showed you this thing. Mm, sure. Before you were nine, because at nine I knew. Mm. At nine I knew that we were going to preach this gospel. Come on now. You know? I knew we were going to preach this gospel, but before then, I saw mm. that picture. Mm. And God is like, see it. So when you say, sometimes you sit down and you see, what people are thinking or what they're going mm-hmm. through. It's not witchcraft, Africans. No, it's not. <laughs> because in the Bible, it is actually there. You know what? Let's actually be do ourselves a disservice. Mm. Right? And say the prophets be silent for 
a year, mm. right? We're just doing ourselves a disservice. Mm. And we say, actually, then go read your Bible properly. You're going to start looking where are the prophets. You're going to start mm. tweeting or trading or, you know, Facebook, where are the prophets? Mm. Because they are actually needed. So for me... Mm, they provide direction. They provide direction, yeah. Mm. In as much as there is a pseudo-prophets, mm. fake prophets, mm. there's always legit ones. Mm. You know, you can't come up and you tell, in as much as um, if, uh, Renard Bonk was an evangelist, but he was also prophetic. Mm. You know, you wouldn't come up and you just tell him, sit down in your German home, or just stay in London where you studied and uh, preach in the streets of, uh, of the king, mm. of the queen at that time, you know? But he knew God had to send him for revival, you know, into Africa, specifically located in Nigeria. Mm. And look at the craziness which, has, which happened. Oh, yeah. Look at the craziness which happened. And I would like you just to encourage people who feel like they're cold, but they're not sure, you know, but also give them, I know you, you always have guidelines. Also give them in terms of like guidelines, you know, because mm. sometimes people just feel like they can just run without someone who's actually saying, okay, you've run for 10 meters, mm. later, 36 seconds, maybe mm. this time try 35 seconds, mm. you know. I know there's um, some people, obviously, a lot of people have been hurt, mm. you know, with the whole biblical structure, which is biblical. Yeah. You know, to actually have someone who walks with you. A lot of people actually do not want anything to do with church mm. because someone, not even someone who walks with you, someone you look up to, you know, uh, has done something bad, mm. you know. I had to repent by myself and I was like, God, there are some people who I have to, when the chance comes, I have to meet them and say I'm sorry. Mm. You know, because I was a shepherd over them, you know, mm. and uh, uh, just a bit of flesh discrepancies there would then come up and make these people view this God as a human God who fails or they're just like, I don't want anything to do with church and everything else. Mm. But just an encouragement to the cold and the ones in the pews. Well, I feel also they're, they're cold because they're cold just going to the malls mm. and the streets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a broad question. Yeah. Uh, I'd say confirm your calling. <sighs> confirm it first. Mm, mm. Because a calling that is confirmed is backed by the heavens. Mm. A calling that is not confirmed is it Peter who says, make every effort to, to confirm your election. Mm -hmm. make sure that the Lord is calling me for this. And don't rush. Ask the Lord now where, when, and how, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, if if, if, if um, Abraham had not asked God where, which mountain, he would have gone up the wrong mountain, he would have sacrificed Isaac. Mm -hmm. If God says go up a mountain, just go and... Had he, didn't, he, had he not known which one, he would have gone to the wrong one. There would be no ram that was going to be in the state of Isaac. So we would have killed him. Mm. 
had the apostles not heard that we must go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of... They, if they started maybe in Samaria mm -hmm. and not where in Jerusalem where they were also to start, yeah. they wouldn't have yielded as much. Yeah. So ask the Lord, where? Where must I go? Mm -hmm. When must I go? And how? What is it you'd like me to do? I know you've called me to be a preacher. Maybe I know you've called me to be an evangelist. I know I'm supposed to teach your word. Mm -hmm. I know I should be a worship to the nations, a worshiper to the nations. Apologies. But how? Where? And when? When do I go? Right? Uh, are you a David? He got anointed then went back to the wilderness. If David had not understood, I I'm now anointed for this, but it's not in my time for the throne. That same day, he would have gone, waged a war against Saul and said, Hey, so go on the challenge, Stay there in the wilderness. I know you've got a young sermon inside you. It's very good. But ask the Lord, when, when, and where can I go? And how should I do it? It's important to understand that. If you don't, if you don't confirm your election, you will waste. And God doesn't waste. You will have to waste. You will waste. Moses says, he meets the burning bush, okay? God says, go to. He's like, sorry, God, I don't want to be a nuisance. But when must I go? And how will they know? How will Pharaoh know you really sent me? Those are the questions you should be having for God. Mm -hmm. God then says, hey, you're right, sexually. You know what? What's in your hand? It's a rod. You'll put it there, it'll become a snake. That's how they'll believe, okay? Then when he gets there, he did not know, shame, that there are people who can do what God said he must do. Right. Imagine if he had not asked God, how will he know? He's just said, God, I heard you. Before the burning bush could even finish speaking, he's already on his way. He's like, thanks. I just heard the first part. I'm happy. He's on his way to Egypt. He gets there. He says, thus said the Lord, let my people go. Pharaoh's like, on whose authority? He's like, yeah, because God said so. Hey, hey, Pharaoh will call Janice and Jambres. In First Timothy, Paul says, this is how you'll know it's the last days. People will oppose the word just as Janes and Jambres yes. oppose Moses. Shall, yes. So shall be that generation. Yes. Okay. Yes. Janes and Jambres are the magicians now. Pharaoh called and said, hey, they can also throw a rod. It will become a snake. Mm -hmm. So now if he had not said, Lord, how will he know? How equip me so that people will know that you have sent me? He would have said, because the Lord says so. And Pharaoh calls Janes and Jambres and says, show, show this fellow who says God sent him how it's done. And they, so you, just by your word, we must now believe. So God gave him a technology. He said, this is how they'll know. But unfortunately, Janes and Jambres could also do it. But his rod swallowed up the other rods. So ask the Lord, Lord, how will they know? I had to, I, I said to you the other time, um, about 10 or 15 minutes ago when you initially asked me about the woman planting a church. I said, Lord, if I will not have results, I do not want to go. Mm -hmm. I do not want to go because the results will speak for me. How will people know you have called me? Right? And the Lord said, you'll have results. When you lay your hands on them, something will happen. They, they'll feel literal fight. Something will happen. And I said, okay, no, then, all right, okay. Two, now also I'm a lady. What, what if people are like, you're not married biblically? Then God said, where? Where in the Bible? And it's like, yo, no, I don't know. He's like, oh, where Paul says women must sit, is that where you're going to base your entire theology? Mm. I, I'm saying I've called you, but you want to base. I said, okay, Lord, no, it's fine. Then the Lord said, you don't have to speak to the naysayers, have a debate. Just go do that which I've called you to Just do. Go do the work. Just go do the work. Preach, teach the word. Lay your hands on people. Through you. That's it. 
So have those conversations with God. If you go prematurely, you know, you, you'll be like food. That's if you half boil a potato. We all love potatoes. Well, I love potatoes. Whether it's mashed chips, whatever, they're lovely. But if that potato is still raw, it's half-baked, I can't swallow it. I'll chew and spit it out. Some people have been chewed and spit out by ministry because they were just not ready. Mm -hmm. They're not ready for consumption as yet. Mm. They're just not ready to be consumed by people. Mm -hmm. Then there are those who overstay. God is pushing them into ministry or into their calling, but they overstay. Again, if that potato now is mushmash with water, we can't eat it. You'll try it so soggy, you spit it out again. So you need to have that, Lord, when? When is the right time for me to go? How can I go? And where must I go? Must I go? Mm, people are not the same. You know, you, 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 you'll find that your audience is different. It probably is different from mine. Mm. Yeah, when it's in a church, I can hold them up for six hours. I know your people, one hour, 30 minutes max, they're out. Yeah, like, 90 minutes. No, you see, 90 minutes. <laughs> in 90 minutes, we're still praying. We're still, you see. My people, maybe, if they came to your church, they would be like, yo, oh, I feel so, we're done, what? Mm. If your people came to me, they were like, yo, no, I actually, I tried, I cannot. They'll be out by two hours, they'll take their bag, you see. Mm. But if I try, go to your audience, I won't succeed. I'll think I'm a failure in ministry. Mm. And I just didn't know who I'm called to. <sighs> if you came to church and you were, you know, you were cool, you cool pastor, man, you know, dropping bars. Mm. They'd be like, yo, Tina, we are waiting for, hey, you know. They, they're waiting for something. You're born. Mm. You're like, guys, I just dropped a bar that will change your life. And it re really will, if mm. they had received it, mm. would have changed their life. But you see, you'll then think, yo, I, I, I can't I'm shame. Not You're not call can't you just yeah. went to the wrong, wrong audience, crowd, wrong, wrong crowd, crowd, man. Yeah. So understand these things from God. Otherwise, you'll be heard. Ministries of greater inclusio will grade you. You need to be sure, one, the Lord has called me. To uh, where must I go? How must I go? And when? Then get spiritual covering. You're going to need somebody ahead to mentor you. You can't do it alone. There are certain things by virtue of your inexperience you will not be capable of doing. Now, I understand, yes, First John, the Bible says the anointing will teach you all things, okay? Mm -hmm. And Jesus says when, the, when he comes, the Holy Spirit comes, he'll teach you all things and bring them into remembrance. I agree. The Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. But in Nezinto, a spiritual covering, especially one who obviously must rank above you in the spirit, can see which you can't. You are taller than me. If we stand, right, you are able to see some places down that passage that I can't see. Why? It's not because, I don't know, God loves you more. You, just, you can just see. So get someone who can see who's a taller head, taller than you in the spirit, that can see ahead and say, hey, listen, young girl, just take left, take right, you know, just to mentor you. A person without actual spiritual covering, it becomes a delinquent. They run their lives anyhow. They, 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 they play games because no, there's no one accounting for them. You know? So that's my advice would be shame. Yeah, yeah sure. So much good stuff. And um, I, think, I think we need to have a part two because um, let's pause it here for today. I think we need to have a part two because we need to talk church planting. Okay. We need to talk uh, being salt and light in your workplace. Mm. We need to talk the kingdom minded. 
you know. So I think in the part two, there's three specific uh, topics which I want to ask come and we talk about, mm. which I know that are close to your heart. But uh, before we go, uh, I just feel in my spirit that we have to pray for people. You know? mm. uh, if you can take time just to pray, number one, there's people who are financially, emotionally mm. sick. Mm. You know? Mm. And the financial sickness might be caused by the first part which you went in and you spoke to. You spoke you spoke about, you know, to plan. Same mm. thing. It's just proper financial wisdom of, mm. you know, ends. But at times when we pray for people, we're not praying for people because we're saying the prayer will change. No, no, prayer actions, it, it softens someone's heart. It brings someone's focus back to say, this is what I'm supposed to do. And my eyes become opened. For those who are sick, there is people who probably are going through stuff, you know, mm. and they're going through their own situations. Mm. Wherever you are, just believe that God is going to heal you you know, whatever you're praying for right now. I don't know if you want to say anything. Mm. Yeah. You touched on something important, finances. Mm. A lot of people are battling believers. Sincere believers who love the Lord, they're battling financially. Mm. Um, I'm reminded of the scripture, I think it's in 2 John, um, where it says, may you prosper mm. as your heart prospers. Mm. Sometimes when your heart is not in good standing or is not okay, financially you won't prosper as well. The, your finances will follow the state of your heart. Your heart and your finances are intrinsically linked. That's why Matthew 6.21, where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Mm. If your heart is everywhere, let's be it's not okay, your finances will be scattered as well. Mm. So whenever I pray for finances, I always say, let's pray for the heart as well to mm. be calm, at peace, and focused on Christ. Mm. Then the finances will have to follow that order as well. Then we can also pray for um, anyone who's sick in any, you know. There's somebody battling, um, who will be watching us, battling with the mind, mm -hmm. anxiety, any mental, um, whether it's anxiety, depression. I know clinically it's a, a formal disease, um, anxiety, but it's really, it needs to be prayed for and rebuked. And it will go. It really will go. I, I know now we have to... I know your audience, um, you know, uh, <laughs> they may just be like, oh my gosh, no, go see a, a therapist and yeah, yeah. take medication. No, then that's good, but you can't counsel a demon. You cast out a demon, then you counsel the person. Mm. So you have to go to counseling. It's very good, but counsel the person. But whenever you have things speaking to you, my brother, my sister, that's a demon. Okay. Mm. That will need to be eradicated then you can be counseled. Um, so I'm going to pray for that as well. Um, I don't know uh, what else you'd like to pray for. Yeah, that's five minutes. Yes, yeah. About five minutes. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, we'll pray for that. Yeah. Uh, amen. Amen. Okay. Yeah. The Lord. No, we've, got, we've got time. We've got time. It's your flow. And I feel the reason why I know stuff like this doesn't happen in podcasts, but we're doing it. <laughs> Generation changer. Yeah, <laughs> my it. God. We're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Okay, yeah. can I stand? Yes, you may. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just uh, wherever you are at home, yes. just open your hearts. 
lift your hands and just get ready to receive. You'll have to believe in God. I've seen God heal cancer. I've seen God heal HIV AIDS. You know, I can boldly stand here today and say, I've seen God heal every manner of sickness. I've seen every infliction, uh, affliction, God healing. Um, I also want to pray for generational curses. You may be in a place in your life where you, you are experiencing stagnance you are feeling stagnant mm -hmm. you want to move forward they even call it a, a near there syndrome where you get called for an interview you nearly there nearly there then your documents get lost your cv gets lost you don't get the job you nearly 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 get the business opportunity then you don't you nearly get you you almost there you almost there you're about to buy this house then it's rejected your bond application it's it's the spirit of stagnancy you know, it's a limitation that the enemy places there. You'll find in it's in patterns. You'll find that in this household, and no one gets married, or if they do get married, it ends in a divorce. Mm. Some families is even as deep as nobody lives beyond the age of 50 years old. Mm. They have to die at 50, or when they reach 30, it's like they lose their minds, all of them, or they become in, they come into car accidents. Uh, they get involved in a car accident. Pardon me. So those are all generational distortions. You just need to pray against them. Mm. Someone will say, no, no, but, you know, Prophet K, what does that mean? I'm a new person in Christ. I'm not part of that. I'm a new lineage now. I belong to God. Okay, why are you bound? Why is there no progress in your life since you are, you know, these things are real and they do exist. And there's only one way to correct them. That's through the name of Jesus. Prayer in the name of Jesus. So I'll pray. Perhaps let's start with that. If there's any limitation in your life, there's something you want to do, you can't do it. It's just a limitation. No one can get to a certain level. Or if they do right, like they hit a ceiling. I want to pray for that. Okay, let's pray. Rabo Kode is Gaduloske Brako Deskila Brushke Breski Veli. Imbravuza Arukaskuro Koskile Brushie Telebrosia. Isabradu Ashuta Labruskodogo Sia Adila Brekose Telibrosaya Lebrusaya Librokuz Yete Librosikaske Telibrosaya Gekama Liga Chesume Kamil Namanja Maru Kande Esiete Ila Broko Zia Telibruska Dele Brishatolo Brusakata I stand against any distortion in the bloodline. Any distortion in the bloodline. I stand against Christ. I detach the viewer. I detach the listener under the sound of my voice. I detach you from all bloodline distortions. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rebrodula Adisa. I stand against the spirit of limitation. I stand against the spirit of limitation from the crown of your head to the tips of your toes. I speak advancement. Any demonic entity, influence, device that has been set up to, 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 to hinder your progress, I stand against it and I rebuke it and I command it to cease and desist its maneuvers and operations upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I detach you from all distortion, all bloodline curses, all bloodline hex, through a witch, through a sorcerer, through divination, through any sphere or 
realm of the demonic kingdom. I detect you from it in Jesus' mighty name. I stand against demonic altars where your name is called upon, when your family name is called upon. I dismantle those altars. Altars of witchcraft. Altars that spawns are your lack and delay. You've been experiencing delay in your life. I stand against it. Whenever the only thing growing in your life is only your age, but everything remains the same, that is the spirit of delay. And I stand against it. I stand against strange sickness. I stand, I stand against strange sickness. Experiencing pain in your back. Experiencing pain in your womb. Experiencing pain on your right ear. I feel it now. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. From the crown of your head to the tips of your toes. I send healing. I send healing. By the stripes of Christ we are healed. I speak healing. I speak healing. I bind the spirit of infirmity. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I stand against any strange sickness. Any spirit responsible for a strange sickness. I stand against it. The Bible says if any of you amongst you is sick, go to the elders. Let them lay their hands. I connect to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. From the crown of your head to the tips of your toes, I speak healing. I speak healing. I enforce healing by the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I speak healing. By the authority of scripture, in Psalm 24, David commanded gates to lift. You must never command gates to open. If they open, it means once you go through the generation behind you, that it will close and they have to start bidding. Never pray for gates to be opened. Pray for gates to be lifted. In Psalm 24, David says, all ye gates be lifted up. Oh, ye ancient doors be lifted up. If you say doors open, gates open, then you will get in, but they'll close behind you. So your children must suffer what you suffer to get them to open. Mm -mm. Command them to be lifted up in the name of Jesus. I command every and any demonic gate that stands against the people of God. Whatever it is, let it be sickness, let it be limitation, whatever it has, if it has a name, if it has a name, I command it to be lifted up in Jesus' mighty name. David says, oh ye gates, hear the word of the Lord. If it can hear the word of the Lord, it means it has ears, it can hear you. I want you to command it now. It has ears, it will hear you. In Jesus' name, I command every diabolical gate standing in front of that family. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you to be lifted up. Be lifted up. Be lifted up. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you gate of limitation, I stand against you. I stand against you in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says, where, where, your, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. If your treasure is in the altar, some people, when they have an ancestral worship and veneration ceremony at home, they say, mm -mm, I'm a believer, I won't attend, but I'll put my money, I'll set my money there so you can buy the rice. Let me tell you, you are sponsoring a demonic altar. And because your treasure is in that altar, you will be there for where your treasure is, your heart is there also. Okay? So I want to cleanse, I want you to cleanse your finances. 
Suka Deli Brazoya. Sibiza Yonki Malegma Altarobum Nyaman Kekama. Liga Chesu Krestua Senazareta. Usha Brosco Proco Delebrete. Any finances held by Moyen Kolili Moyen Tabi. Moya Matuni. Moya Pans Olwanze. Gekama Gaches. I command you by the prophetic word to seize and desist your maneuvers and operations upon the finances of the people of God. I command you to let their finances go. Let their finances go. All and every money that is in a demonic altar. I command those altars to let that money go. Let anyone right now, the Bible says we have not been given a spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and of a sound mind. Praise God. Between power and soundness of mind, there is love. Okay, many people want power of God, but they and they, they, they say, Lord, I, I, I want my mind to be clear, I want to be focused and get money, I want to do this and that, but they forget what's in the middle, and that is love. So, you will need to work on your heart, let your heart be abounding, abounding in love. Then the Lord is able to release supernatural power, the, 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 the kratos, the power to reign, you know, that dunamis, the power to effect a change, and every dimension of power, the exousia, the power power of authority okay and soundness of mind but you have to have love but i'm not there i want to rebuke the spirit of fear if for some strange reason you are always scared of the unknown you are fearful you even fear switching off the lights at, at night sometimes it's not even a fear that something is there you just fear because you don't know what will happen tomorrow you are always fearful if there's fear in your heart puts up your hands i command you demonic spirit of fear i come against you i command you to cease and desist your maneuvers and operations upon that life i command you to go up and out into the abyss in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i stand against anxiety i stand against fear i stand against depression i stand against fear of the unknown i stand against any mental and emotional distortion i stand against you by the power of jesus christ of nazareth the bible says surely if i cast out demons by the name of jesus the finger of god is upon us the kingdom of god is at hand the kingdom is indeed here and by the finger of god i command any diabolical entity distorting the mind and the emotions causing instability emotional and mental instability i command you to bow in the name of jesus christ of nazareth you cannot have that life you cannot have that mind you cannot have those emotions in the name of jesus now lastly i'd like to pray for somebody who says you know what i need a breakthrough i need a new job i need a new business opportunity i need a ministry opportunity i need something to break in my life i feel i've hit the ceiling and i can't advance forward may you advance may you advance may you advance the bible says to god a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day may what should have taken you five years to achieve may you achieve it within five months may come i see someone running in the spirit lord may your acceleration may the spirit of acceleration come upon their life that they may have speed that they may have speed instead of taking 10 years let them only take one year let that be speed the word says uh, the grace came upon
upon Elijah and he outran the, the horses and the chariots of Ahab. It means he supernaturally got the grace to travel further than an actual chariot. God can do it. Is there anything too hard for God? The answer is no. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may you receive the grace for speed. May you receive the grace for speed. May you receive the grace for acceleration. May you be accelerated. Advance, advance, advance in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for what you've done for us today. Your word says, without you, we can do nothing. Indeed, Lord, there's nothing we can do, and we do not want to act unless you are doing it. We seal the good work that you have done in us today. I pray for every viewer, every listener. May you bring healing bombs into their minds. May there be peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Every good work that you have done through this broadcast. I seal it by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you Lord for the many testimonies that will come from this session. And we bless your mighty name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you Lord. Amen. 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 I just want to before you go, um, we're going to pray for our brother outside this recording. Okay. But um, the reason why I'm saying this is because I want to come back later with the report. Oh, yes. You know, so I'm saying this in front of people because I want to come back later with the report. Mm. Um, I know we might say 90 minutes church, we are the cool kids. But cool kids pray too. Yeah. You know, you have to pray. If you do 90 minutes at church on Sunday, at least give yourself 90 minutes either in the Word or in praying every day. Mm, sure. At least, at least, you know, whether you're listening to something, at least 90 minutes praying. To those who want further prayer, we're going to give these, our details at the bottom, but I also want you to give uh, your social media details, both personal, both meaningful and for ministry, so that there might be people who want to reach out mm. and, um, you know, maybe connect with what you guys are doing. Mm. Yeah, or maybe even also want to come and maybe visit you guys. Mm. Uh, I know you do stuff on Tuesdays. Yes. Online, which is amazing, Facebook, but also Sundays. I know Wednesdays and Sundays you are in Q, a.k.a. Winebag, because Winebag and Q are almost the same. Oh, my God, this again. <laughs> Winebag and Q are almost the same. You know, they are almost the same. Uh, and as to just offer them this gray stone. Yeah. And they are to your left. Well, depending on where you're coming from. But, yeah. So just your social media details and um, your, yeah, I think that will be that also in terms okay. of times of what you do on Tuesday yeah. and Wednesday and stuff, yeah. Praise God. Thank yes. you for that opportunity. Yeah. Okay, so on social media, if you'd like further prayer, um, deliverance is a process. Mm -hmm. 
I don't mean it's a process and it will take you years. Uh, I mean, after we've been delivered. Now to make sure, in Matthew 12, Jesus says, verse 43 to 45, he says, when a, a demon leaves, when an unclean spirit leaves somebody's life, it goes through arid or dry places looking for a new home. If it can't find it, it will try come chance again. But if it finds it clean, swept, as in it's empty, there's no word, there's no prayer, it will return with demons seven times worse than it. And the state of the person will be worse. What does this mean? We've prayed for you with Pastor Herod. Okay? If you know that there's certain you know, maybe you need the counseling. Maybe you need to speak out. Maybe you're having demonic dreams, okay? You have to speak out. You can reach me on my social media. Um, on Instagram, I am Kanye underscore Pearl underscore Zungu. And Facebook, I am Kanye Pearl Zungu. So both platforms, it's Kanye Pearl Zungu. Just on Instagram, there's an underscore Kanye underscore Pearl underscore Zungu. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., depending on the load shedding schedule, um, I am live on Instagram and on Facebook as I teach the Word of God. Uh, um, I once taught about many spirituals. And we've had seven people speak about supernatural death cancellation. And we've had many others, those are countless, I post them on my Instagram if you follow me, of people getting new jobs. We always pray for new, people are just getting jobs. What I'm trying to say is God is working, he's working through the, the airwaves. People are getting deliverance, they're vomiting strange objects out, you know, and then they'll have a dream of someone saying, telling them, oh no, you've escaped my clutches and it's usually an uncle or something, you know. That's complete deliverance, okay. After that, the person must be counseled. After that, the person must be shepherded. You know, they must come to church. They must be taught. It doesn't help that you're delivered. Because if once you've been delivered, you become a target. The enemy will want to come back. So what you need to do is to sow yourself in the word of God. The Bible in Psalm 119 verse 1, it says the entrance of the word of God brings light. light. Yeah. It brings light and gives understanding to the simple. Yeah. The yeah. simple-minded. So you don't need to be a Bible guru. You just need the word. Because even if you're, mind, you're simple-minded, it will give you understanding. So you need to show yourself in prayer and in the word. And I'm saying, if you need assistance with that, reach out to me. Reach out to Pastor Harold. You know, don't just say, I receive things, change, amen. And then you go ahead and live anyhow. You will need to be sought in the word and in prayer. Um, physically, if you want to come for physical prayer, healing, deliverance, any type of prayer, um, you need to come to the Kingdom Embassy. We are at the corner of 11th Road and 3rd Avenue, Q, Johannesburg. I like saying that. Amen. Corner 11th Road and 3rd Avenue, Q, Johannesburg. If you are coming, uh, it's opposite Senton, opposite the highway. If you're coming from Pretoria side, you off-ramp Grayston to the left. If you're coming from Joburg side, you off-ramp the other side. Yes. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah, cool. And um, I just want to say this. When we come and we bring people to the podcast, we endorse them because we know them. You know, one thing I love is that you do not put shine on yourself because you've got, I feel like, the finances to do so. Personal, to actually come up and you push because we know this, people push their agenda so yeah. that, so that life can be on themselves. But you, it's, it has always been about God for you, it has always been about Jesus. And there's a lot of testimonies I can, I know, I've seen, you know, with people just online also, which have happened. And I just want to thank you for that humility, you know, made always grow. Amen. And uh, I always like leaving people with a verse. And this is just an encouragement for you to continue speaking truth. 
the word of the Lord will say, sanctify them by truth. Mm. Your word is mm. truth. That's right. That's it. Mm. No deviation, no. no manga manga business. Sanctify them by truth. Your word is truth. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Praise God. Amen.